Hey everybody. Um we're live. <laughs> I'm checking everything, so give me one second. So we are live and this is our new episode. Um, I wanted to discuss with you, uh, just have just a great um, topic with you. Today is Tuesday. Do you guys ever get, um, before I get into the topic, do you guys ever get uh, like kind of like bypass Tuesday? Like kind of like Tuesday doesn't really, in my mind, doesn't have like a real significance to it you know like certain days of the week if you're in a certain like rhythm how certain days of the week has a certain energy behind it for some people um and Tuesdays if I could be honest with you I don't know I'm grateful for every morning for every morning but Tuesdays are are, are like I'm like what kind of energy I can't really quite think of what Tuesdays uh represent for me but I am grateful that it's a new day and I am grateful that you are here. Um, this dropped in my spirit and not only is it this dropped in me, I um wanted to um I put this in my newsletter, what I'm getting ready to share with you about. <clears throat> and um the title was bringing us back to our original um our original design. Now, um, what I'm getting ready to share, and I probably will repeat this uh, again, but what I'm getting ready to share, um, it is not me enforcing my beliefs um, on anyone. <laughs> this is just um, really just to share what I believe was what's put inside of what's put inside of me to share. Um, and so, this is once again not coming from a place of trying to to force my beliefs on anyone, um, but really just to share um, the message. So my desire is that, um, my intent is that you will overall hear the message um, of what I'm sharing and not from a place of um, forcing anyone to, you know, uh, believe anything. Um, this is That's not my job. My job is really just to share the message, what, what I believe I'm called to share. Um, no, I know I'm called to share, um, but I say this with um, a bit of um, the human the humanity part of me is a bit um, apprehensive. The spirit part of me is has all confidence in everything that I'm saying, and so I'm relying on uh, leaning on my spirit. So it's um, bringing us back to our original design. So once again, I want to say good morning to everyone. And um, so what I what I'll be doing is reading to you, um, reading to you my newsletter, of what I send out to my subscribers. And um, if you want to be a part of the the, the newsletter, uh, where I pretty much send out um, inspirational things about healing marriages, about healing the matters of the heart, getting to the root of things. Um, this is really all about bringing what I've been called is about bringing um, God's original design of God's love into the earth and um, um, how uh, one of one of the ways of that is um, how 
God wants to reveal uh, the way that true love is um, in marriage and how a lot of um, other baggage gets in the way of that truth. And so that's really overall my message um, and what I um, wasn't what God put in me to share. Um, and so, yeah, I, I w- I'm going to go ahead and and read the newsletter to you and just to, you know, elaborate a little bit. And we're just going to have a good time. Um, so once again, I was reading the Bible this morning and the first part of the book of Genesis um and this is the insight I received when I read the part of Adam and Eve. Many of us are familiar with the story of Adam and Eve. Um, and whether if you believe or not um, of this story, whether if you believe or not, if the story is true, um, I would still like to share. Our original design that God had for us was not to struggle. Our original design, um, based out of the story and what has re- what what came to me while reading the story of Adam and Eve was that our original design was for us not to struggle. Everything that Adam and Eve had in the garden in the Garden of Eden, everything that Adam and Eve had in the Garden of Eden was already supplied. There wasn't a need for anything. There was no lack. Um, their normal was peace and tranquility. And even in the state of bliss, um, God was also the standard. In that state of peace, in that state of tranquility, um, God was also the standard. Um, When I think of a standard, it's like, this is the, this is where the bar meets this don't go this is the standard this is what is right this is a it's a level of awareness a level of truth um a level of understanding in your spirit that even in that that space where they were in the space of peace and tranquility and a space of love a space of, of awareness of that was their normalcy that was their normal. That was their normal. Um, so what when when I when I say that God was a standard meeting, even though they had peace and tranquility, there was still a level of authority by God of instructions to not eat of the tree that had the knowledge of good and evil. So even though they had peace and tranquility, there was still a level of authority by God of instructions to not eat of the tree that had the knowledge of good and evil. There was still an instruction there by God. There was still an instruction, a word of what not to do, right? A word of... Um, I know you're feeling good. I know you're at peace. I know you're in tranquility, but there is still something in all of us that has a bar, that has a um, filter, that has a, a, a part of us that says, ah, that that's, this is the limit. 
right? Um, that's the spirit of God in us that I think we surpass a lot um, because we're so caught up in um, a lot of like our human baggage, a lot of what um, just our own, what we think is our own way or what we think is like the better way. Um, and that's what I, I'm reminded of just with like Eve when um, the story, when she talked, when, uh, you know, she was saying, well, it's not a bad thing. It's just that we'll now know the knowledge of good and evil. So what that means to me, it's like God, it gave them the instructions, right? Gave them the instructions to not eat of the knowledge, the fruit of the knowledge of the fruit of the tree that had the knowledge of good and evil. And it was that part of our, um, the human nature in us is like, I know I have this like inner truth or I know that God is speaking to me. I feel it, but it's like, but it won't be bad. It's not necessarily bad if I do this. It's not really, I, I wouldn't be necessarily like doomed if I go this route. I mean, it just feels better. Like, why would I, why wouldn't I just, just do this? It's not bad. And I I have gotten in the way of that, thinking that my way was better when I knew in my spirit a standard that God had for me. When I knew in my spirit, we know in our spirits. We know. God puts it there. We know oftentimes. We know. I do believe that our human baggage, our experiences, our own iniquity, um, our um, pride, um, our sometimes our curiosity, our just our own way of what we think, um, what we know in our spirit, what God is saying. Sometimes our insecurity allows us to make other choices. Oftentimes, um, our um, our own wounds allows us to make our own choices. Sometimes, if you were like me, trying to find your own way without God, thinking that you're thinking that you have to be the one to figure it out and do it all on your own. And so I ignored God's voice because I was like, I'm doing this. I'm the one that's making things better. Yeah. So because there's a lot of emphasis on doing what you want, oftentimes in society, uh, without the knowledge and level or authority of of mindfulness of what to do, like I mentioned earlier, Sometimes when we don't, we're not we're acknowledging what we feel and what we know in our spirits, but we're acting upon, you know, those um, things that I listed, our insecurities, our own wounds, sometimes the lack of things that we felt we had when we were children, trying to fill, <clears throat> fill that void um, in our own, um, based out of our own um, wounds, based out of our own insecurities, based out of our, in our own strength, we're trying to do life, do marriage. Um, we're trying to do um, do these um, things in our lives without um, the Spirit of God. 
I believe that we oftentimes stray away from what we know not to do for the sake of being free. I remember running away from my lo- one of my loved ones, like literally like avoiding her running away because um, I wanted to be quote unquote free. Um, but I recognized that in my running was me, my running was representing fear. And as I was running from this particular loved one, I recognized that it was my mom. And I recognized that in that, the running, I was only running because I was afraid. And I thought the running was going to keep me protected. But deep down, and, and so, 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 so deep down, does one really feel free if they're not listening to the Spirit of God? Sometimes the Spirit of God, and we all know this. We all know this. Sometimes when we don't listen to that because it's uncomfortable or because we're trying to prove something because we don't trust God God like that. We don't really trust ourselves, our true divine selves like that. So we act out of our wounds. Yeah. And we think that that is a representation of what freedom is. When in truth, we are already free in God when we follow that truth, when we follow within How I have been shown is God's original desire and design for us was for us to not struggle. And the true essence of marriage is one of the ways to bring us back to the original design that God has called us to. God made Adam for or God made Eve for Adam, and they lived in the garden with access to almost everything in the garden with the exception of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So once again, how that speaks to me is God gave them the freedom, but also the awareness of God's instructions of what not to do. I think in marriage and in life in general, but I'd like to stay with the topic of marriage because I want to stay focused. God's original design was that marriage should represent or would represent love, peace, and tranquility. But what got in the way of that truth was the awareness of good and evil. Sometimes the awareness of, well, I can try this. (laughs) Well, let me try that. Well, I can do this and, and, and we're not listening. We're not listening. We're doing a lot of impulsive decisions. We're reacting a lot of times out of our fears, out of the lack of what we felt we had as children. And we're running. And many of us are tired. And we're fighting symptoms and not getting to the deep root of things. Not even, really not even aware of how to get to the root of things. And if you were like me, 
How do I trust to get to the root of things when I've been so used to trying to get to things and fix things um, through my fears? Trying to get things and fix things based out of my own insecurity. Based out of my own fear of being afraid. I think in marriage and in life. uh, Oh, I I said that already. (laughs) So the awareness of good and evil. And really, um, when I I shared about um, what gets in the way is that the human baggage of what enters in. That's really what gets in the way of the truth and the true design that God has for us, right? Um, that stuff that enters, that when we enter into the world, the things that we encounter and experience. Um, but there is a place within all of us, um, a level of, of tranquility, a level of um, um, God presence within all of us um, that has the ability to bring us back um, to our original design, which really is to bring that heaven on earth experience in marriage and in love. I mean the same thing. And I have experienced that in doing so, that happens when we invite the Spirit of God in our lives. Um. But I think that when we don't tap into that truth, when we are, for many reasons, you might be afraid of that truth, um, might be afraid to trust that truth, um, and really that that reality, when we disobey that truth, when we disobey God, um, there are consequences to those choices. There's consequences um, to continuing to go down that route. Um, there are, you know, cause and effect to things. And so there's always, when you think that, when, um, for, if, if I, if you were like me, where I thought I was like freeing myself and actually I was running because I was afraid that there was consequences to me not trusting and putting my trust, um, in my fears and my own, um, need to run and my rebellion, there's consequences to that. There's always a cause and effect um, to the actions that we choose. I remember my father saying that, my dad saying that. So it always made me aware of it. But they're definitely, you're not just like, oh, I'm just being free. Ah, right? <laughs> I'm not going to make sure this don't happen again. Ah. And what when we don't invite um, and when we don't trust the Spirit of God, there are consequences to that. And it it isn't until we run the end, um, when we are tired and we run the end of our own road and we surrender and we make the choice to follow the Spirit of God. Even when it's uncomfortable, even when we feel uncertain, that following the voice of God, following the Spirit of God within has its consequences which brings about good things into your life because God wants to bring us to a rightful place with God, union within the self, truth within the self, love within the self, tranquility within the self, and also the awareness of God. And this is the original design of marriage to bring forth 
peace and tranquility into the earth and love into the earth. Um, and once again, God's original design of love and how God really, really um, original desire and design for us to live our lives. And I've been called to really share this message that this can really happen in your marriage. This, 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 this design, thank you, God, that this design, this original design can happen in your marriage and can happen in your life. I've been shown this over and over again. When I told you I was trying to run from my marriage, I was trying to run from this. I was like, uh, uh-uh. um, what you have called me to, I can't do this. God, I can't do this. This is too, too working through all this internal baggage and this all these fears and, and strongholds. God, I can't do this. And I recognized that I couldn't do this because I was operating in my own strength. I was operating in what I thought I had to do. But I but I recognized that even in all the times when I thought I was um just um doing my best to get through life. I really thought that I, at the time that I was doing it on my own and that I wasn't, that God wasn't with me. And, um, I was in definitely for, a a, a huge surprise, <laughs> a huge surprise, um, that God was with me, but it was a matter of me believing your beliefs are everything. It was a matter of me believing that God was with me in this journey. Imagine trying to do this journey. I was trying to do this healing journey on my own. I was trying to do this message about healing uh, healing marriages and, and, and bringing back the original design of marriage. I was really trying to do that on my own. Because all the experiences that I had that had happened in my marriage and all the pain and all the hurt and all the internal baggage and all the stuff that was that I was seeing um that I was faced with I thought that I had to be the one to go at it head on without God I I um thought I had to be the one to carry and fix things and do things in my own strength I felt I had to be the one to do that I really did um um not just in marriage but that was just what I um 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 picked up when I was younger, um, there was, uh, in my childhood and in my experience, experiences, there was a lot of, um, I have to figure this out on my own. Um, so there was a sense of like survival mode that I had. So I still carried that sense of, I gotta make it survival mode, um, in my marriage. And, um, yeah, so when everything, you know, sort of like the ceiling hit the fan, all the like human baggage like came out, um, things that I wasn't even aware in my life and in his that we were both like internally, um, that we internally have and all that stuff like came to the forefront. I was like, what is all of this? <laughs> what? It was like, who is this person? Right. They're like, who, who, what? Huh? How am I going to fix this? How am I going to, I can't heal from this or I can't recover from this. When God had told me that I was going to, and that it was going to be restored, that my marriage was going to be uh, restored and that I was, we were going through a process. I thought all this time that I really had to do this on my own. I really did. I really believed that I was like punished and I just had to like dig the dig dig the ditches or you know 
build my castle on my own, you know, with, with just, it was sort of like in my mind, it was sort of like just my one, my way of life, but two, just like sort of like my heavy, my, my, my punishment sort of that I was like giving to myself very, I was very self-inflictive. I don't even know if that's a word, but I was very self I did a lot of self-inflicting, a lot of self-inflicting um, during, during that process. Can you imagine trying to um, fix your sins or your, your shortcomings or, and fix your husband's shortcomings and fix his, fix his wounds? Can you imagine thinking that you have to fix all that on your own? <laughs> I laugh because it's like, that's impossible. That's impossible. That's impossible. You have to do it with the Spirit of God. Being in, instructed on the path of, of where to go to, seeking wise counsel, getting therapy, um, seeking within. I'm in the path now on the journey, you know, where I'm, um, everybody go through, goes through stages. And my particular stage where I am right now is just really just God and God and I. And, you know, I have an amazing friend that helps me along um, the journey definitely God sent. Um, but what I'm saying is there was periods in my, on the journey where I went through many different resources, had many different like teachers, coaches, um, that really helped me along the way, you know? So it's what I mean by that is like God uses people and on, on the path of when we're, when I was being, um, uh, returned back to my rightful place, um, my right, um, my rightful, the mission that God has put place inside of me, um, concerning marriage, um, and uh, love in marriage and, um, the faithfulness of God, um, just brought me through. And I recognized that all that time I was trying to run a race, um, out of my survival skills on my own and that was becoming so heavy because I not only was I doing this in my own survival skills, but I was also trying to do it in my own strength. Eesh. Eesh. And you, when you think you're doing it in your own strength, there is a level of pride there. Right? There's a meaning like there's a level of I have to do it. I have to be the one. I have to be the one. I didn't even know that I had pride at the time, but I did. There was a level of, I have to be the one to do it. <sighs> I got, you know, how many of you, you know, if, as wives, have you felt like, ah, I got to be the one to do it? Or as husbands, you know, ah, I got to be the one to do it. I got to be the one to figure it out. And God is saying, I'm right here, you know. There's a verse that says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And so it's a matter of you making the decision to open the door to invite God in. Yeah. Yeah. I really understand that how God is good to me. God oftentimes brings us into things that are unlike we feel like, what? Like, God, are you there? Or bring us to it sometimes in a point where we feel like things that happened to us was unfair. Like, dang, God, like, what? <laughs> but it's it's all those experiences, whether you, if you believe it or not, it's like we can pretend that we're hiding from God, but God is omnipresent. 
And God wants to abide in you and with you in all aspects of your life within your marriage, within your union, and how God truly sees you. How God truly sees you through the eyes of love, through the eyes of truth, through the eyes of tranquility. Through this, like you're the apple of my eye, through the eye of beauty. And that's how in, in marriage, how that's how that's how in truth where 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 true love is, that's how we see each other as the apple of each other's eye. When we stand in that truth of God, when we stand in that true love and that true tranquility, that's really what it is. And so it's always inviting the spirit of God in our lives, always resting and abiding in that truth. And that brings us back to the rightful place. That's how we're able to shed away the human baggage. That's how we're able to shed away the pride. That's how we're able to shed away the fears and the insecurities and the doubts and the worries. That's how we're able to do that. That's how we're able to do that. That's how we are. So I'm very, very grateful to share to share this truth with you. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any questions or like any um, um counsel or coaching. I do um, coaching for um, people who are uh, seeking healing or uh, seeking healing within their marriage and seeking healing within themselves because that's really what it is. Is uh, I'm like, what? What do you mean by that? What God has shown me it is, is that how God was seeing me and how God, how when I went on the journey of how God was showing me, how God saw me, then I was able to see him. I was able to see him. You're able to see in how God, when God took me on the journey of me being showing, me being shown of how God sees me in truth, I was able to see my scars. I was able to see my wounds. I was able to see my baggage. But I recognized that even in God shining light on my shadows, God shining light on my insecurities, shining light on those things, um, that I wasn't to heal that in my own strength. But that knowing that God was with me, guiding, guiding me, sending people in my life to help bring forth God's original love and design that was to live in me and through me as me. And that I was, that that truth was embodied in my marriage, that that was the truth. That that was the truth and that all, that also was the truth inside of him. And so there really was a level of um, um, recognizing the insecurities our own insecurities that we had before we got into marriage, recognizing the scars, recognizing that and seeing that because that oftentimes show up even in present that those insecurities still show and to recognize that oftentimes when your spouse um, might um, come off rude or might come off cold or might come off defensive, that oftentimes that is because of the internal things that they are battling within themselves and that uh, we are not to bring about judgment or um, um, judgment or anger or um, or um, um, harsh things, but that we are to be ought to be kind. It says in First Corinthians, "Love is patient." That's the I think that that's amazing. That that's the first word. Love is patient. Love is kind. Um, actually, let me let y'all let me pull it up. It says, 
because I actually uh, just pulled it up. I um, sent it to one of my um, clients about the verse of um, love is patient. So give me a minute to to pull it up because um, I want to read it to you. Okay, so it says, First um, Corinthians, um, I want to read the, actually the whole thing. I want to read the whole thing. So, let's see. Love is patient. Love is kind. It isn't jealous. It doesn't brag. It isn't arrogant. It isn't rude. It doesn't seek its own advantage. It isn't irritable. It doesn't keep a record of complaints. It is happy. It isn't happy with injustice, but it is happy with the truth. Love puts up with all things, trust in all things, hopes for all things, endures all things. Love never fails. So I'm going to leave you on that note and I'll be back with more. See you later.